Some say Chinese is one of the most difficult languages in the world, and learning it is almost impossible. So learning Chinese, the most difficult thing. So I'm sort of tone deaf. I can't really hear them. I think the cultural mindset is the biggest complication for the grammar. It's just complicated so much. Only because you're not learning it in the right way. Why not try Takeaway Chinese, where you can take some Chinese away and experience progress day by day. Take away Chinese. We will promise you a difference. Welcome to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Honglin with Georgia Masseth joining me from online. Hello, Georgia. Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. It's always so nice to be here. Great to have you as always. In the previous episode, we talked about. The differences and similarities when it comes to greeting each others in China, the Chinese way, and in the French way. And one thing that I have always wanted to talk about is both countries' culinary, let's say, tradition and culture, because both countries are really good at cooking, and we have really good tastes. Not only China and France, but also Italy as well. But we'll talk about Italian food in a completely different episode because it deserves its own episode.、Uh, but when it comes to food in China, I was wondering: Have you ever tried any Chinese food? Yes, I'm a big fan of Chinese cuisine. I think I don't know if I've had the real traditional one or the adapted European、uh, Chinese cuisine. But I'm I'm a really、uh, big fan of baozi, especially, and I, I love Chinese cuisine. Oh, that's lovely! Because I would love to try more French cuisine myself. I've visited France, I think around five six years ago, and I was there for only three days. I think it's a long weekend for me. And、um, I have to say, because I was in Europe and I traveled to different European countries, and France literally saved my life. Okay, I cannot say literally, but figuratively saved my life because many food in other countries are just not my thing. They're not my dish. I didn't like them so much, but French food, ah,、oh, they are delicious. And there are so many different kinds, and I didn't know the exact name of every type of dish I tried. But I definitely love, love, love French cuisine, and I'm so glad that in today's episode we get to discuss the different fronts, different aspects of the culinary culture in both countries. Yes, I think this is so interesting, and also in Europe, French cuisine is a little bit looked over. People usually prefer Italian or Greek or Spanish, but I think French cuisine is very researched, using a special kind of ingredients. It 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 deserves more attention.、Mm, yes, and that is why for our dear listeners today, if you're interested in the Chinese culture, the French culture, and you want to get a grip on the Chinese language, this is the show for you. Stick with us for thirty minutes, and you soon see the rewards. And for more fun Chinese learning, follow our Facebook page, Learn Chinese, to watch many fun videos and live streams. But now, let's provide you with some free Chinese for takeaway. This Gerlei Pie Bing, although it's been a long time, is still quite delicious. 
，你吃的可不是格雷派饼，而是中国的煎饼。原来如此，怪不得我感觉吃起来有点不一样。走，我带你去尝尝更多地道的中餐。这个格雷派饼虽然尝起来不太正宗，但还挺好吃的。哈哈，你吃的可。不是格雷派饼，而是中国的煎饼。原来如此，怪不得我感觉吃起来有点不一样。走，我带你去尝尝更多地道的中餐。And that is the conversation. To start with, what exactly is a galette pibing? Galette pibing is galette. Galette. Hmm. Yes. Um. Not the usual crepe. Uh. The sweet one, as we know, with Nutella or sugar or even with honey sometimes, but a salty one that can be. Uh. My mother used to make them a lot when I was. A smaller child, and it can be stuffed with ham or vegetables. Yeah, it's a salty crepe, and it's very used for a quick lunch or even a break. And I actually love it. Ah, I actually love jianbing myself. And from your description, I definitely see the similarities between the both. In that case, let's take a look at the conversation then. For the first sentence, 这个格雷派饼虽然尝起来不太正宗，但还挺好吃的。呃，这个格莱派饼虽然看起来不太正宗，它但还挺好吃的。嗯 ，so this galette, even though it doesn't taste very authentic, it's still very delicious. 嗯 ，so 这个这个 this one this this 格雷派饼 we know is already the galette the word. I have never tried it. I should definitely try galette sometime when I can. And when、yes, it comes to、so. yes, and when it comes to being this character, well, actually, sometimes people would say it's a cake or a pancake shape kind of stuff. But when it comes to being in the Chinese language, I feel like it's usually talking about definitely proper real staple food instead of cakes because we don't consider cake as a staple food. We consider it as a dessert. But bean is definitely a staple、yes. food, and it's usually salty. But I have to admit, there are a lot of sweet ones as well.、Yes. Uh, to be characterized as bean, does it requires the presence of eggs, or it can be anything salty and with this shape? Well, it does not require to have eggs, but it definitely is using flour. That's for sure. So. Bean is a very important staple food for people from the northern part of China, and、um, flowers are required. Yet egg or sometimes cream or milk or even salt itself is not required. Sometimes I feel like you have to come to China and taste them for yourself to decide. And then we have 虽然虽然 even though even though. In English, you never put though and but together in one sentence. But in Chinese, 虽然 and 但是 often go one by one. They go together. So, can you use the 虽然但是 structure to make a sentence? 
Uh, yes. Can I say uh, he's been living in China for 10 years, but his Chinese is not that good? Sure. I would say, Ooh, that's perfect. That is a great way of using that structure and you nailed it. In the meantime, let me ask you, because you've come up with a sentence yourself, let me see if you can do a little bit more. Okay, how to say, although this piece of clothing is a bit expensive, the quality is actually good. Perfect. How about, although he didn't want to go, he ended up going anyway? You nailed it. See, that's how to use 虽然但是 or 虽然但. But even though we say 虽然但是 should go together in the Chinese language, yet if you use them separately, if people still understand. It's fine. Okay, so that's 虽然. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, can I put the subject so ta after the 虽然? So 虽然他不想去. You can totally do that. Perfect. No problem at all. It's more similar to the English. I don't know why it came more natural. So this is great. (laughs) Yes, it is great. And then we have 尝起来. Uh, 尝起来, it tastes. It tastes. So 尝起来, it tastes. 看起来, it looks. 听起来, it sounds. We have seen this quite so much. Mm -hmm. 不太. Not very. Not very. 正宗. 正宗, authentic, real. Perfect. So both zheng and zong here carries the meaning of something is quite straight, is quite authentic, it's quite directly from the origin, so authentic. That's what zheng zong means. And dan uh, here is but. Hai. Exactly. Xiu. Ting hao chi. Ting hao chi. It's quite delicious. It's quite very delicious. Good. Yes. So, ah, uh, See, when I use that tone, uh, she's it's very like, good looking. Yeah, she's very good looking. I mean, I don't really like her, but I have to admit she's quite mm-hmm. good looking. A little bit like that, but it all depends on the tone. <laughs> Gossiping again. A little bit, <laughs> yes. And then we have the second sentence. Haha, so, haha, what you're eating right now, it's not a galette, it's a Chinese jianbing. Yes. So, haha is, haha, it's like laughing sound. But I have to admit, uh, even though we have this laughing sound character in the Chinese language, we see it in written forms, we know how it's used, yet in real life, in real conversations, people never laugh in the way ha ha is pronounced in the Chinese language. You get what I mean. <laughs> yes, of course. Yes. And then, 你, uh, you, mm-hmm. 吃的, what you're eating, mm-hmm. eating. Yes. 可不是, 可不是, it's not. It's not, but 可 is like, it's quite not what it is. So if you say, 他不是一个好老师, he's not a good teacher, then you're just stating the fact or stating your opinion that he's not a good teacher. But if you say, 他可不是个好老师, he's quite not a good teacher. I mean, I have a lot of attitudes towards him. I have a lot of criticism that I want to say. So it carries this uh, meaning of stressing something, of like quite not, something like that. 
Oh, this is interesting.、Mm-hmm. And then we have 格雷派饼 that's the galette. And then 儿式 but but. So here we also see this 不是 something 儿式 something kind of structure. So except for the 可 is like quite something. Actually, the 不是 blah blah. Shi blah blah structure is quite often seen in the Chinese language. It's、um, saying that it is not this, rather that. So, for example, I can say, 重要的不是你的外表，而是你的内心 So, what is really important? It's not、uh, how you look from the outside, but rather what's on the inside. Exactly. Um, or you can say things like, the person that will regret in the future won't be me. It will be you. How to say that? Oh, this is a power phrase. So, 以后后悔的人不是我，而是就是你自己，而是你自己。But you yourself, like you said, powerful phrase. And then, 中国 we know is China and 煎饼 Do you know what 煎饼 is? Yes, 煎饼 I didn't know what it was. I think I saw it in some movies. So I think it's really similar to what I think as a crepe, a salty crepe. So a galette.、Uh, is it a a kind of omelette with the vegetables, or it, could it be? Yeah, I think it's a little bit like a Chinese pancake. The closest one I can think of.、Uh, the most common way to、mm-hmm. make a jianbing involves cracking an egg onto a platter, spreading it around, and adding ingredients such as chopped cilantro and chopped onions, and also、mm-hmm. sesame seeds, various sauces. Sometimes chili sauce, sometimes just salty sauce, and some people would even add a little bit of sweet sauce on it. It depends, and also, of course, we we need flowers. And then, in some variations, you might also find ingredients like pickled vegetables, crispy fried wonton, or youtiao sometimes. And Jianbing is known for its delicious combination of textures and flavors with the crispy outer layer. And sometimes it can be soft, but sometimes it's really crispy. And the whole combination, the experience is quite tasty. And because you are going to need the platter or the pan to make a jianbing, it's seldom made at home. You would most certainly see it as a street breakfast or street food. Whereas at home,、um, people would also make pancakes at home using their own pan or wok in the Chinese kitchen. And my mom is actually really good at making a Chinese-style pancake herself. But it's still a little bit different from jianbing. Well, even though I say jianbing can be crispy and can be soft, I think the crispy ones are more often seen. Yeah, this makes me so hungry. I know, me too, a little bit.、Uh, it's the power of, you know, cuisine, or it's the power of language.、Exactly. Not really sure. Okay, so jianbi, and then for the next sentence, 原来如此，怪不得我感觉吃起来有点不一样。哎，原来如此，怪不得我感觉吃起来有点不一样。Oh, I see. No wonder. I'm not surprised.、Uh, I feel that it tastes a little bit different. So, 原来如此 I see. So things are this way. Yes, this one is actually very, very useful. So, 原来如此 So that is what it is. Oh, I see. If you are finally understanding something, finally got the idea or the 
meaning or the reason behind something, you can definitely say ah, 原来如此 in the Chinese language. Does it carry a little bit of uh, not surprise, but yes, finally, it carries a little bit of happiness also. Yes, totally. And then we have 怪不得怪不得 No wonder I'm not surprised.、Mm, no wonder I'm not so surprised. 我 I 感觉 uh, to feel like、mm-hmm. 吃起来吃起来 it tastes it tastes. What's the difference between 吃起来 and 尝起来 Oh, to do the experience and and trying、uh, to lie, and here it's to eat and to do the experience of eating and the realization also. Yes, and、uh, they are not different at all. You can use them interchangeably. So, chang is taste, then chi is eat, but of course, it's the same thing. And then, 有点 a little bit, 嗯哼不一样 not the same, not the same, different. different. Yes, 走我带你去尝尝更多地道的中餐。走，我带你去尝尝更多地道的中餐。So come on, come with me. I will take you to try more authentic Chinese food. Perfect. So, so come, come, let's go. 咱们走，我们走 ，or just 走 ，work, all work. And、uh, 我 is I 带你。Daini, I will bring you. I'll bring you. I'll take you. Chu, ah,、uh, chu to go to go. Chang chang, chang chang. So it's repeated. So to have a、uh, to try a little try in a casual way. Yes, to taste something in a casual way. But here, even though we say chang 起来 and 吃起来 both mean the same thing. Actually, chang chang works, but 吃吃 does not work that well. I think、mm-hmm. people would definitely understand you if you say 我带你去吃吃更多地道的中餐 but it's not as, ah,、uh, I would say authentic Chinese or standard Chinese. So standard way of saying it would be to chang chang 更多 Uh, a little more, a, a greater. Mm-hmm. 地道 Uh, authentic, authentic real from the place. Yes. 中餐 Uh, 中餐 Chinese food. Yes, perfect. 更多地道的中餐 more authentic Chinese food, and that is what I will do. If you ever come to China, I will definitely take you to try all the authentic Chinese food that you can enjoy. Ah, that is something that is making me very happy. And in that case, do you have any questions towards the conversation? No, you cleared every doubt that I had, and it, everything is crystal clear. Great. Let's try the conversation then. You start. Okay. This guy painting, 虽然尝起来不太正宗，但还挺好吃的。哈哈，你吃的可不是格雷派饼，而是中国的煎饼。原来如此。怪不得我感觉吃起来有点不一样。走，我带你去尝尝更多地道的中餐。You're listening to Takeaway Chinese with myself, Neil Holy, and Georgia. We would love to hear from you. Send us your thoughts via email to learnchinese at cri.com.cn. Coming up next, let's talk about the delicious foods in both China and France. Don't go away, so you will take some Chinese away. Welcome back to Takeaway Chinese. I'm Neil Holin, joined by Georgia Massett. Actually, France and China both have very old and interesting culinary traditions. Surprisingly, some of them share many similarities. And I was wondering, Georgia, have you ever tried 
a Chinese food that reminds you quite so much about the French equivalents or another French dish? Oh well, I think that、uh, Chinese cuisine uses a lot of pork, and、uh, French cuisine as well. I've seen this used in very similar recipes also at home. So a very、uh, savory pork. I don't know how it's the name in、uh, in Chinese and either in French, but I see this as something very similar of using pork and also doing a lot of sauces.、Uh, it's something that reminds me of. I think that there are some similarities between the two. Oh, definitely. And another thing, I think I have tried, or at least、uh, tasted a little bit before, that reminds me of a Chinese dish is that there is a Chinese dish called chaos stool. Literally, we call it luan dun. Luan carries the meaning of chaotic, but it's very chaotic in terms of ingredients because in luan dun, because dun is stool, and in luan dun, we'll dice them, sometimes chop them. There are vegetables, there are meat, like you said, sometimes pork, sometimes lamb, and we chop them and then put them together and stew them for a long period of time. So it's quite a Hearty, dense kind of meal.、Um, we, when it comes to vegetables, actually the so-called chaos stool or what or luan dun usually contains potatoes, broad beans, and、uh, sometimes soybean sauce, and two kinds of dishes. Great for clearing out the fridge. And I was wondering, is there a similar dish in France that? You know, does the same thing. What's the name of it? I definitely think、uh, I have tried something like that. Yes, there is, and it's actually it became quite popular as a dish、uh, recently in recent year thanks to、uh, Disney. It's、uh, the famous ratatouille.、Uh, I think it they can be very similar. They have the same principle of、uh, clearing out the fridge. And having very poor ingredients, since it's a very ancient recipe, so it has a lot of vegetables, a zucchini, some peppers, and actually not whatever comes, but the some things that are harvested and in season, so that we can find in our garden. It's usually made during summer, and I actually love ratatouille, but I would love to try chaos too. It it seems amazing. Wow. I think we should try both ingredients and recipe and compare notes. Maybe you can learn a little bit from each other. And one other thing that has made me feel surprised a little bit when I was in France is the really, really smelly cheese, the blue cheese. I mean, in a way, I can understand it because here in China we have stinky tofu, which is very stinky but really, really tasty. I love it quite so much myself. Um, but on the other hand, I don't think I have the ability to appreciate these cheese at all. What's with that? Yes, sometimes it's too much, even for me, because usually French people eat cheese after dinner or right after lunch,、mm-hmm. and sometimes the、uh, the cheese that are just served. Are this blue extremely too? It's just stinky. Even though the cheese is actually very good, and it's something with stinky tofu. Also, I've never tried it, but just the word it scares me so much. I don't know if I should or should not. Yeah, but the thing is, stinky tofu are not stinky. If you taste it, you can't taste the. Smell anymore? I'm not really sure if that's also the case for、uh, stinky cheese because, as what I heard from my other French friends, they say the stinkier the better. Yes, this is true.、Uh, 
but for me, sometimes after, if it stinks, it also stinks in your mouth. And sometimes uh, I don't, I don't want to have that feeling. Because <laughs> if I have to know, meet someone and give them the bees, <laughs> sometimes I renounce to the to the cheese at the end of the at the end of the meal. Yeah, but I can't understand uh, the logic behind stinky tofu and stinky cheese. Might be the same. That is, even though something is stinky, it's more about the special flavor. And we all have a relatively mature and sophisticated taste when it comes to these. Relatively special food. I'm not really sure people from other culture would be able to appreciate these without these kind of backgrounds. But I strongly encourage them too because trying different flavors from different cultures is a really, really fun way to learn about these civilizations. And in the meantime, when it comes to Chinese cuisine, definitely I would recommend you to try, for example, hot pot. It can be really,、oh. really spicy, but quite so good. So, 我很推荐火锅 hot pot. It's literally fire pot because it feels like, on top of the fact that it needs fire to keep the pot boiling, actually, it feels like fire in your mouth because it's so spicy. And in、mm-hmm. the meantime, like you said, 小笼包 or 包子 the steamed buns with filling in it can be quite so good. And of course. When it comes to Chinese cuisine, especially people from the Western world would think about kumpao chicken, gongbao jiding, and tangzu lijie, the sweet and sour pork. But I have to say, there are really, really still much, much more. If you have to recommend a French cuisine, which one would you recommend? On top of what we have already discussed. Oh,、uh, there are so many interesting recipes. Where I come from,、uh, where I live in the south of France, there are some very regional plates that are extremely good and made with、uh, fish, and not only. But generally, I actually love bœuf bourguignon,、mm-hmm. and I think、uh, strangers should try it, even if I've never tried them. Escargot. <laughs> uh, so, what are these? Say them in English.、Uh, snails. Oh, I love snails. I love French style snails.、Yes. Again, but I don't know if it's authentic French style or already localized version of French style, like you said about the Chinese cuisine you've、oh, tried. You've tried escargot. I've never. I don't know why. I I just can't. I loved it. Really. Yes, and another thing about both cultures' culinary aspect is normally when it comes to a family gathering or friend get together, we would present all the dishes on the table, and we would share different dishes, and that is considered to be very juvenile, very lively, and very fun to share. And I know when it comes to a Proper French meal. You are going to sit beside the table for a really, really long period of time, and one dish after another. Is that so? Yes, exactly. And I think this is a difference between、uh, Ch- uh, Chinese and French、uh, culinary culture.、Uh, everyone has their own little dish,、uh, except for maybe during the winter time, where we all eat from a very big pot of uh, cheese uh, all together, and also have some fondue. So everything that requires cheese and melted cheese, but usually everyone has their own little dish and a first, a second, and then a dessert, and we don't actually share a big plate, which which is I prefer the Chinese way actually, and also the hot pot kind of way.、Mm, see, there are a lot of similarities and a lot of differences, and. I'm sure we get to appreciate each others as well, since 
the more the merrier when it comes to food. Absolutely. Yes. And that brings us to the end of today's Takeaway Chinese. I'm Niu Honglin with Georgia for this episode. For more fun episodes of the show, you can visit our website at radio.cgtn.com and go to the column podcast. You can also listen to the show and read the script there. Find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Just search for Takeaway Chinese. Don't forget to leave your questions, comments, and ratings. 感谢收听，我们下次再见。Thank you, everyone. 再见，谢谢。